0: Streaming across the Windsor, Ascot, Ascot. Maidenhead, Maidenhead. Bracknell, Bracknell. Wokingham, Wokingham. Henley, Henley. Reading. The Voice, River Radio, of the Thames Valley. in to the kitchen for myself a cup of ambition and welcome and you to are listening to, to the business source
1: on river radio
0: jumping the shower and the blood starts pumping out on the streets the traffic starts jumping with folks like me on the job from nine
1: to five Working thank you for joining me fiona Johnson for an hour of eavesdropping business chat Whether you are just starting out in business or you have been running your business for years, whether you are growing steadily or you've reached a plateau in your business, this is your show. Every week we have different guests from the vast reach of business life. Our guests share with you the ins and outs and highs and lows of running a business. We learn about their specialism, we hear their business journey and their background that brought them to where they are today. We discuss the hurdles that they need to overcome. And you'll find that whatever the size or type of their business, many challenges are the same ones that you and I are experiencing right now. If you've got a business related question, why not email in on Fiona at River radio and we'll put it to our guests and we can help you with your query. So get the kettle on, settle down and take some time out of your business to contemplate, learn and we hope enjoy from the support network that is out there. I think you'll find that we're not all that different and you'll hear many a relatable story or two. So, let's talk business. Today, I'd like to welcome to our show business owner, Laura Fisher of Laura Fisher Illustrations. Laura has always had a passion for art and design and decided to launch her brand, Laura Fisher, in 2019 after struggling to find a gift for her mother fast forward to today and laura fisher illustrations is a recognized brand specializing in top quality homewares bespoke commissions and creative workshops selling online and through stockists around the world hello laura and welcome to the show Hello. Thank you for joining us today. I was just thinking that's really not a bad reason for setting up a business, is it? (laughs) Like because you couldn't find your mother a present. I think that's fantastic, and it's true that the sort of inspiration can come from the smallest of of strange incidents. So today we'll be chatting about scaling up a business and going from naught to sixty in such a short space of time. We'll also be talking about cracking America and launching with through you know through stockists around the world. That's Mm -hmm. just incredible. We'll also be discussing employing a team, you know, especially when the business has been just you from day one and then suddenly having staff. And we'll also be discussing... oh resisting burnout and I love the choice of words resisting because it's there it's just there isn't it it's like keep away keep away um, and we've also got um, Chloe Tuttle in the studio with us today and Chloe is um, a member of staff your first member of staff yes, isn't she yes. so she's going to be joining um, us and chipping in so when we're talking about scaling up that's one of the things we're going to be discussing today. So you can also get in touch and get involved on in our discussions. Just email in with any questions to Fiona at River And of course, Laura has got some great tra- tracks that she's chosen. We'll be listening to those too. So, Laura, would you like to introduce yourself um, and tell us a bit more about Laura Fisher illustrations and what you do?
2: Yeah, of course. So um, I'm a homeware designer um, and we've also expanded into offering like workshops and experiences within the studio as well. Um, so primarily, I design like oven gloves, tea towels, and kitchen textiles, and we are selling them to new stockists as well. Um,
1: yeah. So you, so obviously, you can buy through your, you know, online yes. through yourself, yeah. Yeah. Um, through stockists throughout the world just yes. say that again and um, and also uh, you've got a you've actually got a, a, pre- a, a sort of retail presence a shop haven't you yes
2: so we've got a tiny shop at Viables Craft Centre and that's um, in, Basingstoke, in Basingstoke isn't it yes yeah, so it's
1: quite a well known destination for being creative isn't it? and it's yes. really nice atmosphere yeah there. there's
2: lovely um, I think there's a group of independent shops there as mm-hmm. well so nice mix and range there yeah um, we've also got the studio on the side, so that's where me and Chloe normally work from, out the back, um, doing all the design. So everything is designed from our Viables um, outlet. And then we've got a studio section and a workshop section there okay. as
1: well. It's born and bred Beijing steak, isn't it? <laughs> Up the Stokie. Um and, and tell us some more about your workshops.
2: So we do candle making workshops, so people come in for a couple of hours in the evening. It's really a nice evening for people just to relax, self-care, learn how to make the candles... We go right from the basics, from learning about fragrances, we do methods, tools, um, everything you'll need to know, really, a starter, and then people have an ice cream tea from the parlour tea room, (laughs) Um, and while their candle's sat, they'll enjoy that, and then take everything home at the end of the session as well.
1: Wonderful, that sounds really nice, I bet that's really popular with things like hen nights, and and, um, sort of just, or families perhaps, families gathering, yeah.
2: We do a lot of Christmas workshops as well. And we've just released them as well, so we do all Christmas fragrances. and It gets really like nice and cozy in the studio as well.
1: Wonderful, that's really wonderful. Um, so um, now tell us, you've got you've got your workshops, mm-hmm. and you've got your online uh, offering, and you've got um, Stockists. So you did you do you sell through Stockist in the UK?
2: Yes, yeah, so we sell through a range of Stockists. So most of them are independent shops at the moment, and I think we've got, I think it's around like. About 80 of them, yeah. roughly, around there. Um, they're all independent, so we're doing with, like small orders. And we've just started to tap into the market to scale up. Um, and we're looking to for garden centres now um, and other places that would take our products.
1: Oh, wonderful. And that's a good so, thing about homewares, I suppose, isn't it? It's, it's such yeah. a... Um, it's such a lovely th- I mean you must just love selling yeah. it. Obviously you create what you enjoy making. Yes, yeah. Um but it's just the whole the whole aspect of um you, you the your number of stockists is so vast. You Yes. You know, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. And they are all completely different. We've got some that have like small boutiques, so we've got some that are in just the homeware market, candle suppliers and yeah. things like that. Candle stockists, sorry.
1: Wonderful. And I know um it, you, you've got you've got your very visual brand. Obviously, you're <laughs> doing illustrations and homeware products, yes. but um, your for example, like your Instagram, yes. it's it's it lends itself beautifully to that. So I know, um, go and check out Laura um, Laura's Instagram, which is I've got to get this right. Oh, well, actually, use yeah. So yeah, it's just laura.fisher I
2: think, or laurafisher.co.uk co on Instagram.
1: Yeah, no, it's lovely, yes. and then you'll get a real idea for for what yes. she sells. Um, and then tell me, I know you're stocked in the states. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure other countries as well. How did yes. you go about? Um, like, how do you start? You you know, said like, oh, I want to, I want to sell in the states. It doesn't <laughs> just happen like that, does it?
2: Yeah, so it was definitely a long process, a lot of learning as well, even about new policies and like how to ship ship into the states. Mm. Um, so we've been working with a brand at the moment doing a collaboration. We've just released their ski range, and um, what was really fun. So I had the chance to visit as well this year. Um, so they've helped me a lot with how to import it and just learning using that as my first case study. Really
1: wonderful. And whereabouts in the states is that?
2: Uh, so it's in Stowe.
1: So. and that's is that east coast um
2: yes yeah, yeah so, so the ski
1: sort of the ski area, ski area
2: yes yeah lovely
1: um, yeah. but that I mean yes I mean there's just a lot to learn as you say just the whole and it's not just yeah, so, yeah the taxing the 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 whole um shipping uh, yeah so you and you've had to do that all yourself through yes yeah you're learning great, on the job
2: yeah I've had some great people that I'm learning from and I'm mm-hmm. just absorbing any bit of knowledge anyone offers me <laughs> at the moment wonderful um, but yeah
1: Oh, good. And I know that you set up the business in 2019. Yes. Um, so obviously you've set it up, it was going and then lockdown hit. Yes. Um, now, obviously you had, you had a shop, so um, that would have not been open, but presumably you could keep going through online. Mm-hmm. Did, it, um, did it change your business to, at all or did it change your outlook on, on sort of different products? Did you sort of how did you find lockdown affected your business?
2: Well, I actually chose, I think it was the week or... Uh, week or two after lockdown started I actually moved into a bigger premises mm-hmm. so I didn't pick my timing right <laughs> I, was, yeah. I was scaling up just at the start of the pandemic yeah. so who that saw was, that coming then yeah. yeah so I'd moved into a bigger shop so it was like double overheads things like that I was worried about um but then obviously everybody started shopping online and that completely changed my business boosting it and then I did a bit more a lot more marketing on um, Instagram and things like that so I think without that outlet I would have
1: yeah a lot. so in a sense it so. drove you in a, in a positive yes. way yes. to yeah, to definitely. sort of really focus the business yes um and I also um hear that a certain Captain Tom oh, inspired yes. Yes. you tell us more yeah. about that
2: yeah so obviously like everybody else sat at home watching the news um during the pandemic I thought obviously Captain Tom was doing this bit so I was watching the news did like a five minute scribble of him put it on my Instagram didn't expect so for anyone to go oh that's even nice <laughs> so, yeah. um and then i had a message from a lady and she was like this is a beautiful please can i buy the drawing yeah. and i was like oh okay well if if you'd like to make a donation we can send it to his charity um two weeks later i think we raised eight thousand six hundred pounds <gasps> somewhere around that seriously um, that's fantastic two weeks time. and it was just orders coming through um, for the prints, really um, and people were sending them out as lovely messages, as a bit of, like, hope and light end of the tunnel yeah. um, for everybody else. Just
1: from, I love that, from so, a drawing. But yes, it's also, yes. again, that's another learning curve, isn't it? Because yes. you do a drawing. You don't, you didn't do it with the intention of it being a success. You, know, you put it on your Instagram. Yeah. And then you learnt that people, there's a demand. Yes. But you've suddenly got to turn it around. Yes. You know, yeah. you can't just say, I'll do another one. You've got <laughs> yeah. to do the limited edition print. You've yes. got to find the supplies. You know, there's there's a lot yeah. going on there, isn't there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's all
2: the behind the scenes. Yeah. But, but then, obviously, you get a lovely piece of artwork at the end of it. So.
1: It's yeah, that's <laughs> like a real memento. Yes. Um, and what's the best part about your job?
2: I think that it's probably that I can wear a different hat every day. Um, no, every day I walk into the studio, it is different. Um, I think that's from the day I've started to even now, obviously, taking on first employees. It's yeah. just changing every single day. Um, so I don't think you have time to get bored. Um, so there's yeah. always something to do and something else to learn. So.
1: Um, and I'm going to, I'm going to put Chloe on the spot here. She's been – how long have you been working with Laura now?
2: I think this is coming up to my third week
3: now, third so two, week. four
1: weeks. And I'm going to ask you – What's the best part of your job?
3: (laughs) Do you know what? I think it's, if you have an idea, you can sort of run with it. With my previous sort of job, there was a lot of processes that you've got to think Mm. about and a lot of uh, a bigger company. So this company, it's me and Laura sat down and if actually we can get some creative ideas ready for Christmas time and next year, and you really sit there and think, gosh, the world is our oyster. Like there's so many things that you can go and achieve, but it's having that, support bounce ideas and mm. having that relationship where you can say actually maybe we'll hold far on that mm. idea and we'll do pick up next year and yeah. yeah so it's just having that creative freedom i think
1: and the, i suppose the liberation as well of suddenly realizing that it's within your control i mean sorry mm. lots of things aren't within your control but you to say having an idea and saying should we go with it yeah. or and actually then lovely for laura now to have yeah. someone to discuss it with and say I think so. Or well, actually, maybe we should hold fire for three months. Just the whole—that mm-hmm. I mean, the whole liberation of that. Um, but how wonderful to have that creative freedom! Um, and I think this is the this is my inspirational message that <laughs> that you're you're sort of feeding me is that whole thing of you can you can achieve it, you can do it, and that's such a great message, isn't it? Rather than you can have the idea and then say we might park it, or actually it's a, it's a really bad idea. But at the same time that you know, I think, you know, to anyone listening who's thinking about setting up their own business, um, the world is your oyster. You it, you can make it what you want to to make it. And obviously there's a lot of shit hard work and grit yeah. and determination mm. going on behind the scenes, but it can go in any direction. Like, for example, you might have said, I don't want to sell abroad. I want to, you know, focus on the UK. Yeah. So all these sort of things. So you've got, you've got a, a good control, a good handle on, and, yeah. and that's wonderful. So that was, that's me on my soapbox. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> um, it's interesting as well. I recently had somebody go, gave me a little bit of advice and said um, obviously the freedom, you know, when you can give freedom around your business, mm-hmm. um, like where does that end or where do you, where do you mm. stop? And somebody said to me, you know, you need to get into the mindset that you work for the brand rather than you are the brand yourself. And you're sw- switching into that mindset and saying, look, you know we can go different places with it but actually it's not personally me we've got other choices to make yeah. and things yes. like that it's really interesting that is that's sage yeah. advice because yeah. actually
1: so many businesses are are in it in mine included as well yeah. where where we are the brand the if brand, you like yes. um, yeah and that's good advice isn't it to step yeah. out and say no how would you feel if you were an employee? yeah and it does it, it opens your mind and, so. and you don't yes, have scary. Yes, <laughs> scary exactly on uh, the fear or the limitations that perhaps you've always had and oh no I couldn't possibly do that it's like oh but would your yeah. business do that do that yeah. yeah yeah
2: yeah two different people two different things
1: that's that's yeah. that's yeah I like that yeah. um but of course now what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn it around and say Laura <laughs> what is the worst part of your job and I'm sure there isn't one but you might you know <laughs> what's the one you least like
2: Um, I definitely say it's a little bit around burnout and taking on too much Mm. Um, and especially when you're right at the beginning of the business, um, you've got to do the hours, nobody else is going to do it for you and obviously Chloe's just joined two weeks ago but prior to that it has just been me Um, and I definitely, you know, if you ask my mum, she's coming home late every night or something and... um, you do just get tired, I guess. That's the yeah. bottom
1: line. So. Yeah. And, it's, and it's having that support network around yes. you, yeah. which who aren't taken for granted yes. as well. So, 100%. you know, yeah, it, but it's, and it's, it's also recognising that one does need time out. Yes. Um, but it's knowing how to, uh, what to say yes to, sometimes what to say no to. So saying yes to the right things, which mm-hmm. that that's, sorry, this, this is not as callous as it's meant to sound, but it's, you know, um, because you do, you need time out to sort yeah. to, to, of... To, it's always like, you know when you've got so much to do in a day? Yeah. And, and I don't know, I'm a list maker, so I write yes, my list. Yes. <laughs> um, and then I'm, But I'm almost like, am I writing it? As I'm writing it, I'm trying to also do half the things. Yeah. And it's actually like, do you know when you're that busy, you need to stop? Yeah. And it is that take time out, stop, yeah. step away. And then when you come back, you have got renewed energy and your brain is more focused and so... But so, it seems so counterintuitive at the time, doesn't it?
2: Definitely, yeah. And you feel like, you know, you can't take the time out because... Need to finish X, Y, and Z, but yeah. actually, that's probably the time you you need to take a break. Yeah, been be really then.
1: focused. Yes, um, and now obviously, oh, we've got Christmas approaching. Uh, <laughs> it's touching distance, but it's it's mm, far enough away. What, what plans have you got um, in, in the run up to Christmas? Um,
2: it's, it's more or less what plans haven't we got? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Come, on. Come on. absolutely everywhere over Christmas. So our Christmas, well. Christmas for us is starting um, the 1st of November, Okay, so we are doing the, the Ideal Home Show in London, we're doing the Country Living Show, we've got Bath Market, Winchester Market, Blenheim Palace, um, a lot of local markets as yes. well, so this year we've got... Uh, team um, that have joined us for christmas to enable us to actually go to
1: their sure. places yeah. and
2: have pop-up shops so hopefully we're making the brand a little bit more visible this year um and obviously having the help in hand of everyone yes to make that happen as well
1: so how do you manage stock um when you've got so m- oh <laughs> this has been a huge win <laughs> this week you know when you've got all these fairs and they're they're pretty much back to back and i'm sure a lot of them overlap Yeah. You know, that's the nature of Christmas fairs. Yes. Um, It's really important. You have a presence. It's all part of your branding. It's getting the message out there um, and, you know, meeting people, um, Mm. getting, you know, getting them to follow you on Instagram or, 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 you know, if if they're not going to make a purchase on that day. But, you know, do you find some fairs, you know, you have a bestseller and then the next fair, it's a completely different bestseller. So you've got that going on. You've also got the stock. Um, and if you sort of maybe take someone's order can you can you turn it around in time before Christmas because no one wants to be told and nor do you want to say sorry we're out of stock on that one we'll we'll you know we've it's back in in January yeah Christmas is such a hard stop isn't it It for everyone yeah Yeah. I'm
2: definitely still learning it I've definitely not Mm. ticked the Christmas box (laughs) yeah um so at the moment we're using October sorry as our preparation month just to make candles um we Technically, just turned into a little workshop. Um, music on loud, making as many candles as we can. Every yes. Day every day, and making sure we've got all the stock orders. And I think most of it is just plan to as much as we can, um, and then learn for next year as well.
1: Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, so yes, I mean, so that's the thing, isn't it? It's mm. um, it's always a learning curve, and I think it probably. Yeah. Always is, doesn't yeah. matter how long you've been in business. I think anyone listening will agree with that. Um, and what would be your top tip to someone who is perhaps thinking of setting up a business? You know, let's just say much the same as yours in, in that kind of area. Um,
2: I definitely, I know this sounds probably cliche, but it is just going for it. And I think as long as you've got the right network around, I don't think it really comes down to like funding or money or anything like that Um, I didn't have anything in my business to start with Mm. I actually started my um, brother gave me £800 because I got into drawing and he said you know go and buy a printer go and buy your first batch of tea towels and it's honestly just gone from there so I think there's not many things that can put your limits on it it's just your idea
0: yeah
1: actually
2: just standing up and going
1: for it it's back to those limitations isn't it it again yes Yes. so i love that just just give it a go yeah um and i suppose again you could say what have you got to lose obviously it depends where you're starting from yeah yeah. but no that that's great right we're going to move to your uh, first track now um this is the kooks naive um laura is this this is a particular fit is this like your all time is this your dance it's just tune? my all-time
2: favorite yes yeah, yeah. Uh, recently i've seen the kooks a couple of times as well my friends and just yeah feel good song but my favorite this is this is
1: often on in your workshop is <laughs> it the, yeah yes. all the time <laughs> <Actually>. <laughs> right so we're going to have a bit <laughs> of the kooks <laughs>
0: i'm not saying it's your fault although you could have done more Oh, you're so naive, yes, so. Oh, can this be done with such a smiling sweetheart? Oh, and your sweet and face is a a lovely one. Something so beautiful. Oh, that every time I look inside, I know she knows that I'm not fond of asking. True or false, it may be, she's still out to get me. And I know she knows that I'm not fond of asking. True or false, it may be, she's still out to get me. I may say it was your fault, because I know. Get it done oh, You're so nice Yeah, so How can this be done Why such a smiling sweet Oh, I oh, your sweet Dumpty face It's a genie A true or false it may be But she's still out to get me And I know, she knows That I'm not fond of Oscar A true or false it may be a boss, it may be, or she still helps get me, and I know, she knows, that I'm not fond of asking, that you are boss, it may be. Maidenhead, Maidenhead, Bracknell, Bracknell Wokingham, Wokingham, Henley, Henley Reading, Reading. Okay. Ta-da! The voice.
1: River Radio
0: of the Thames Valley.
1: Hello and welcome back. You are listening to me, Fiona Johnson, on River Radio's The Business Source. Thank you for listening in today. Today we are joined by award-winning illustrator Laura Fisher from Homeware's brand Laura Fisher Illustrations and we've also got her first employee Chloe with us today <laughs> in the studio um there's nothing like sort of being thrown straight in on the deep end hey um, now um don't forget if you've missed part of today's show you can listen again via catch up which is either via the website river.radio or download the river radio app. Or you can search River Radio's The Business Source and listen as a podcast via the usual channels. And, of course, if you want to get in touch about any of the discussions we're having today, drop me an email, fiona.river.radio. Or, actually, you can get in touch through our social channels, which are um, River Radio Live. So, um, Laura and Chloe, are sitting there expectantly, <laughs> I'm going to um, do our short fire quiz with you. This is something we do with all our guests when we get to find out a little bit more about the person behind the brand, which is actually very apt because we were just saying, oh, you are not the brand. The brand is your business. So we're going to get to know a little bit more about you. So um, the first question is, Laura, I'll come to Laura first. Do you prefer Marmite or peanut butter?
2: Peanut butter. Straight away, yeah. Straight in there.
1: Does that mean you don't like Marmite? I do
2: like Marmite, but... I'm f- I'm fussy. I like peanut butter. Peanut butter, yeah. Crunchy? Ah, uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, proper peanut butter. <laughs> Do it butter, properly. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely.
1: Definitely going to be crunchy peanut butter. Yeah. You're the same. Excellent. Okay, beer or wine? Probably wine.
2: Definitely yeah. wine. Wine. I'm a beer.
1: Oh, you okay, so you've got a stocked fridge in your, <laughs> yeah. in your workshop, yeah, basically yes. days, brilliant. Fridays, <laughs> the creative
2: evenings, yeah.
1: Um, well that's true, isn't it, with your workshops, yes, yes you've like, oh yeah, that's rather nice, yes. it makes you very sociable, <laughs> wonderful. Um, tea or coffee?
2: Uh, coffee.
1: Uh, cappuccino, yeah, coffee. Ooh, yes, coffee. they're not, yes. yeah, I'll raise you, yes. not just yeah. coffee.
2: <laughs> what, coffee <Why> talking, <laughs> yes.
1: Wonderful. <laughs> um, rugby or football?
2: Um, I suppose I should say football, but um
1: But you can say neither.
2: Yeah, probably not. I'd, yeah. Does
1: that neither. mean you come from a football loving family?
2: Uh, my brother's tennis, so oh, yeah. Okay, that's yeah.
1: I should have put that one in there. <laughs> yes. Sorry, just apologize. <laughs> it wasn't an option, I couldn't say tennis. I'm um, Clary, what about you?
2: Uh,
3: I'm gonna say rugby. I prefer watching rugby. No. Mm.
1: Oh, good. Okay. Um cats or dogs? Dogs. 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 Dogs, dogs. Yeah, yeah, so cute. Do, do you have dogs? Do you bring them into the workshop at all? I don't, but I have two
2: rabbits and they always come into the studio with me, hop around all day. <laughs> do they? Say, yes, yeah. No, so Miffy you, and Lola,
1: yeah. Miffy, yes. like Miffy the rabbit yes, yeah. from the books. We go, oh. yeah. They're the best employees, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sorry, Chloe. <laughs> you yeah. never answer that. You come in with like, I brought you some lettuce, yes. special <laughs> treats on, on a Friday. Um, oh, how that must be such a calming yeah. influence. It's, it's super cute.
2: They just sit on your lap while you draw or
1: something it's lovely oh that's wonderful you see that sounds like good therapy i like the yes. sound of that. great
2: workplace yeah i yeah, know
1: it's great i want to come to the workshop yeah. now I want to see you into the, do they hop around during your candle making sessions? not or? in the
2: candle obviously with the fragrances and things so they're oh. just day-to-day
1: good point there, so. yes yeah. yes okay actually yes i was going to say you, you're probably going oh no not yeah. that. Kind of thing. <laughs> um, are you a night owl or an early bird
2: um i'd say early bird yeah Get up, make a list, get on with yep. it. <laughs> Back to those
1: lists <laughs> yeah. again, isn't it, Claire? You much the same.
2: Yeah, I think I'm more creative in evenings, but
3: when it's sort of get up, have a nice coffee, mm. get your to do list, and get on with it. Yeah. yeah,
1: so yeah, I think it depends on the day. Yeah, I quite like that. That I want to say it's dawn, but it's never dawn. But that mm. feeling when you get up and you've you, it's your first first drink of the day or whatever. Sorry, mm. that not non-alcoholic no, yes. episode, sorry. <laughs> coffee. Sorry, coffee, coffee, and and you're writing your list, and you are kind of like yeah. And, you, and you've got literally the world as your oyster. You've got it yeah. ahead of you and you're like, yep, it's all going to be done. I'm yeah. going to tick it all off, you yeah. know, whatever it is. That's a great feeling, isn't it? Um, what about favourite ways of relaxing apart from sitting with, with bunnies on your laps?
2: Um, I would say go, going to the nice... Like a nice spa, <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's extreme. Or reading a book, something yeah. simple like that. You treat yourself. So yes, yeah.
1: yeah. Again, <laughs> this comes back to know- knowing how to manage your time, yeah. your expectations, your your burnout, yes. and maybe it is a case of putting in the regular. Yeah, you know, they, it might only be once every couple of months, but something yeah. that you know is a real treat. Yes,
2: I've got mine coming up next Wednesday. So
1: oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> nice. That's lovely. Yes, it's almost yeah. When you know it's there, yeah. that's wonderful. Um, and are you, um, if you had some time off, yeah. would you do a relaxing break or? On adventure holiday
2: um well i've just come back from canada and that was quite adventurous um Mm. i enjoy doing that going to see like finding new places and things like Mm. that so but at christmas time it's go away take a book with you do nothing
1: else (laughs) and do you find inspiration when you're traveling abroad oh absolutely yes
2: yeah it's just meeting new people just being in a whole different scene um obviously we live quite countryside as well so when i visited my brother in montreal it's it's city based so i'm not used to that Sort of lifestyle and I was going to a new different museum most nights and like meeting new people so I think all of that together just gives you a whole creative boost so
1: yeah it's interesting isn't it because obviously your brand is very British yes I know yeah. you know obviously it's made in the UK yeah. it, it, it sort of yeah. it looks very British it's got the feel feels to it and um, and I'm sure the Americans do mm. enjoy that and buy into the Britishness yeah. but also I was just thinking it's interesting that you can go abroad yeah and still get inspiration
2: yes yeah I think it's just again being around different different set ups and things like that Mm. and taking yourself to have a like um, a nice break out and just just chilling out and drawing like I don't get much time to draw at home anymore because it's sort of more business focused so going away for a week and just Drawing a week is absolutely yeah. wonderful.
1: So, and I suppose also, you know, if someone said, right, I've got to do five illustrations, you know, by tomorrow. Yes. You, when you're creative like that, it's yeah. very difficult to work under, under pressure. So, yeah. yes, mm-hmm. having the time just suddenly. Yeah. You know, maybe you sit down, you before you know it, you've been doodling and that yes, doodling has yeah. become a sketch yeah. or something.
2: And exactly, because I started my drawing out as a hobby, so I don't want to forget where it's come from as yeah. well instead and of that like force yeah exactly mm. so going away and having the time where you can just switch off and get back into the zone is is so important
1: yeah um and i was going to ask if you've got any hobbies or interests outside of work that you want to tell us about you just told us about your pet rabbit <laughs> no, that's, that's a great one I don't know if you've got another one or um
2: so me and my friend Amy we, we're trying to learn how to roll skate at the moment so <laughs> that's, that's completely different um but I will highlight the word trying on trying. that so,
1: yeah. oh that's great that's good that's good sort of again escapism, escapism isn't it, it time yes, out and doing yeah. it with someone makes it happen yeah. more
2: perhaps yes yeah, absolutely yeah yes yeah. what about you
1: Chloe what's your
3: Oh, so I like downtown. going for hiking or surfing. They're my two favourite sort of things
1: to do. Mm. Where would you go surfing? Because let's face it, we're a bit landlocked yes. land here,
2: aren't
3: we? Um, I go to Cornwall. I try go there oh, every year. Yeah. Nice little girl group adventure type network on facebook mm. and then join them for a little surfing trip yeah oh, yeah i like it yeah oh, good, <laughs> it? I, I think it's
1: really important to know what other people's interests are because often yeah. you think oh well, mine's the same as everyone else yeah and then you realize it's not yes so um yeah. thank you for sharing those with us um and i'm just going to ask you both if you could choose one superpower yeah what would your superpower mm. be oh
2: good really good question um it's
1: also really hot you don't have to come up with the right one the right it's funny one, isn't it yeah what would you choose?
3: I think I like to um, read people's mind. I'm inspired ooh, ooh, by that movie,
1: yeah. isn't it? I think
2: I'd be scared to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: but I like the positive thinking. Yeah. I was like, No, yeah, it'd be fine. would yeah, be fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Maybe I'd be invisible. Like you can go around
1: and mm. yeah, that's, that's my second like, option. Yeah, like places <laughs> and yeah. You want to read their minds and you want to be There's a message in that. Yeah. <laughs> there's definitely something going on. I'm not going to dig any further. <laughs> Brilliant. Thank you so much for for doing our little quiz with us today. Um, And then we come on to the bit in our show where we always... um ask our guests to recommend um, a book mm-hmm. or a podcast and it doesn't have to be a business book but it's something mm. that means something to you that you know whether it's been inspirational you've learned from or just something mm. that's helped you get through lockdown or something like that and I know you've got quite a few uh, you wanted to share with us um, so the first one was by um, Grace Beverly yes yeah, your recommendation you mentioned to me and it's called Working Hard or Hardly Working mm-hmm. do you want to um, tell us a bit more about this book
2: yeah of course I actually just brought it for Chloe's birthday of the yes. week Chloe well, yeah. like, yeah. to read this yeah. Good recommendation. Um, yeah, it's just it's just sort of learning about like you don't have to accomplish everything in a day. It's like again, back to the burnout conversation. It's just about taking time for yourself and actually what that time off can actually bring you. So if you're working late nights all throughout the week, you're probably not gonna be that productive mm. and it's just sort of switching the mindset to be like, actually I can finish early today, I'll be refreshed for tomorrow or something like that.
1: yeah I suppose also it's allowing yourself which sounds really it's that it's all these sort of corny things that we always hear isn't it give yourself permission yeah but you do you think oh no I should be I should I've got a million things to do I should be I should be and actually kind of recognizing that you're not going to be as productive as if you gave yourself an an yeah Yeah. exactly but it's so hard it is it's really hard (laughs) so she talks all about trying to um get that balance so she gives some yeah. suggestions on, on the methods and productivity yeah and yeah. she does
2: this thing me and Chloe have actually started doing it in in the um, shop already doing like quick tasks and then long tasks so mm. at the start of the morning or when we finish every day we'll say okay tomorrow we'll get on with three quick tasks and then we'll accomplish something bigger throughout the day as well Yeah, and just breaking it down like that you can take more off your list as well so that feels great
1: <laughs> yes and the fact that you're working together you're both you know, singing from the same so, song yeah, sheet mm-hmm, and you've got yeah. that, that I mean it's yeah Sounds like a win-win to me. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. Um, and then the other book um, was a fun, fun one I haven't come across. It was by oh. David Attenborough. Um, witness Statement?
2: Yes, yeah. So um, I picked it up in the shop the other day. And I'm only sort of like three or four chapters in, so I haven't mm. sort of finished it or anything yet. Um, and it's all about his witness statement. So just what he's he's saying to happen and what we should maybe take more more care and attention to, and although it's not a business book, it's definitely inspiring me to you know think about the way I package my products. Um, we now do plantable packaging and things like that, and it's just being a bit more aware of what our footprints are actually doing yeah. in, in the business as well as personal as well.
1: um This sorry, print what did you say? Plantable packaging. Plantable packaging. packaging. Yes, I was going yeah. to say printable packaging. Yeah, plantable. <laughs> packaging yes, So yeah. um, tell us more about that. That sounds yeah, intriguing. So all,
2: of, all of our candle jars. Um, the idea is once you finish with the candle, um, you pop soil in the jar, plant the tags back into the jar, and it will grow into a jar of flowers. So it's oh. like a double gift, but also we're just not wasting any packaging as well.
1: So. Gosh, and I, I suppose, yes, And the point is you had to come up with the idea, you had to research it. But, you know, yes, they're, they're these things yeah. might be out there, but you've got to, to know about them, learn about them, see if they're viable. Yes, yeah. um, so that's a really nice step. That's something yeah. you're doing off th- you're doing anyway, yeah. but off the back of reading this book, but it's obviously yeah. inspiring you to, to look to at alternatives as well.
2: And, yeah, and to encourage other people as well. I always think if we're selling products, I don't want to be adding to like landfill and mm. things like that. So again, our oven gloves are made. You know, so you'd buy a pair and it should last you for years. Yes, where sort of cheaper alternatives might you might chuck them away after six months or something. Yeah. So it's just sort of switching them changes That's and so investing true. in products rather than a quick.
1: Yes. I and know. I suppose also you're investing and, you're, and that's what you're selling. But then it's also what people are buying. Yeah. And then people have got, as you say, not just the two gifts in one, but they're buying something they know that is contributing in, in a positive yeah. way. Yeah. So it's from your business point of view, it's getting that message across in your marketing or you know, face to face when you're selling. Yeah um but it's also then that feel-good factor isn't it as a purchaser mm. when you know that you're supporting it and i think you know obviously more and more businesses are are going that way there's still a long way to go but you really are putting your money where your mouth is you're really yes, you know, yeah. so wonderful so yeah. thank you for sharing those two books that's grace beverly working hard or hardly working that's a great title and then you've got data david attenborough and witness statement um Thank you very much for that. So thanks for sharing those. I shall go and look them up. But um and I know Laura, even though and you won't like me for saying it, you are young still. <laughs> That's coming from from me. But the point is you've you've done a lot in a short space of time. Um you you didn't start out as an illustrator so would you like to tell us a bit about how you you know where you started on your business journey and how you came to doing illustration and and setting up this wonderful homewares brand
2: yeah so i actually once i um i studied business at college and once i um left college i went on to like a degree apprenticeship um with a company um called cjo um great so i was at winchester uni with them um I think I did a year and a half of their degree programme. Um, Unfortunately, I wasn't very well for a period of time, so I had a little bit of time off, and that's when I got into drawing. Uh, I never had drawn before. Um, Oh, really? So it wasn't
1: something that you just knew, I've always returned to my art? No,
2: nothing like that. So I think I did um, art GCSE, again, never really loved it. It was sort of the bottom of the pile of subjects for me. And then I studied business, went on to the degree apprenticeship, wasn't very well so i had time off and i thought what do i want to do now i'm bored can't really do too much Mm. um and that's purely where i got into drawing so if you told me like three years ago you know you'd be drawing as your your job and career i'd be like and you know, no run, so not
1: not in a corporate environment which is obviously yes, what you yeah. what you thought you sort of you know naturally yeah. thought you were going to be going into yes um and as you say drawing where you've never drawn before so you obviously have a talent um do you, is it does it run in a family you, you know, how does one suddenly become talented <laughs> at art that's no, incredible honestly
2: my mom my all my family they can just about draw stick them <laughs> i think they can <hate laughs> me to say that but yeah um i don't know where wonderful. it's so, yeah not really an arty family or anything like that definitely a hands-on family yeah. um in terms of careers but
1: um it's wonderful isn't it and I mean that's I suppose what everyone would would, would dream to suddenly say oh yes I picked up an <laughs> instrument or whatever and, and all these things but the point is you you did it and and actually mm. you were if I don't want to put words into it you're mm. probably at rock bottom Yes, when, yeah, when you, you yeah. know, and you yeah. you didn't do it going, oh, well, I've always got my art or whatever. You did it, yeah. and then you and slowly, slowly, slowly yeah. discovered you've got a talent. And then, mm. you know, your brain then starts worrying, thinking, what can I do? You know, is this viable? Yes. Is this going yeah. to be a business option?
2: So that's where I started to draw. And um, well, we were actually moving house, and we'd lived in our house for 20 years. Mm. And I thought, what can I get our mum? You know, it's going to miss this house, sort of thing. And I thought, oh, you know what? I'll, I'll see if I can draw our house, give it as a present. And then it was just family and friends said, oh, that was that was nice. Could you draw us a copy? And it's just gone from there. Um, Yeah. Literally from drawing a present for my mum. (laughs) Isn't that wonderful? And
1: again, having that belief that, you know, this is this has got legs. This has got big, long legs. You know, this is this can do. And then obviously, again, with your, your hard work and your vision um you've made it, it succeed you know and and then you've won awards as well do you want to tell us about those
2: yeah so um after I, i'd left my corporate job started up the business um i then decided you know i haven't got any art qualifications so i went to study a master's so i've done that part time while setting up the business so full on yeah <laughs> um, and then i think it was my second year of business or first full year of business um i won um Award
1: for was it for illustrations or for it was a business business young business person of the year yes you see I said she was young (laughs) it was in the title young business woman of the year that's fantastic well congratulations and that again that's that's kudos isn't it that's that's Mm -hmm. you know sort of not that you need proof but it's just it's been it's recognition it's it's nice
2: for your hard work and especially when you working by yourself now you don't really have like a manager or somebody saying you know well done or something like that so yeah it's yeah it was really lovely and a really nice surprise there was great people in the category so yeah
1: yeah. no these are very hotly contended so very well done um now is there anything that perhaps you look back in your business in running your business and you think "Mm, if I started again I'd have done this differently or or something that you perhaps you you thought at the time oh that's not going to plan but actually you've learnt. More from it, because yeah. life isn't plain so you know, as you oh, just absolutely. said, you got ill and you couldn't yeah. complete what you wanted to you know what you set out to do, and if you mm-hmm. like, that's something that you didn't you know plan, and then with hindsight it was it was a gift yes but yeah. you know but I was thinking more along the lines of what since you've been running your business
2: yeah so since i've been running I guess. Everything even if it's if it's, if it's failed or ideas haven't come off um I think it's all taught me something, so mm. I think that is more valuable than actually some of the things that have gone well. um I've probably learned more in them areas of the business yeah.
1: Um, yeah. It's it's just interesting, isn't it? Because I think sometimes it's those curved balls and how we deal with how them we, yes. that really really make the difference. Um, and I think you know, there's a very inspiring infa- inspiring story. And then now you've got Chloe on board, which is wonderful. <laughs> yes, <yeah>. Um <laughs> sharing the load, and I just you know I see sort of great things ahead. It's mm-hmm. wonderful. Um, so now we're going to come to your second choice of track. Uh, this is Florence and the Machine, and it is You've Got the Love. I just yes. had to check which one it was. She's yeah. got so many <laughs> so fabulous yeah. tracks. I'm going to guess this is another dance track. This is another yeah. one that's yeah. often on.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, it was actually Chloe that I said, come, Chloe, you have to pick a song. So I yeah. It yeah. You you
1: int- Chloe. yeah, you introduce this it's one.
3: It's a song where, um, do you know when you're driving home from work or something, yeah. and it's just some, one of those songs you can sing top of your lungs in the car
1: or in the studio yeah know, exactly sing so loudly and like no it's yeah. fine i'm so in tune i <laughs> exactly. have the most amazing voice it is one of those songs wonderful right here we go florence and the machine and you've got the love
0: i can count on you sometimes i feel like saying lord i just don't care but you've got the love i need to see me through sometimes it seems See me through.
1: Welcome back. You are listening to River Radio with me, Fiona Johnson, on The Business Source Show. Thank you for listening in today. We are joined today by Laura, well, I'm going to say Laura and Chloe, (laughs) of (laughs) Laura Fisher Illustrations. Chloe is Laura's first employee, which is a cause for celebration. She's been working with Laura for two or three weeks now. Um, And we've also been talking, if you're just tuning in, we've been talking about how, um, so Laura Fisher, and her business is Laura Fisher Illustrations and we were talking about how it's really easy to think I am the brand and actually you need to treat it like a business. So that's why I thought I'd say we've got Laura and Chloe of <laughs> Laura Fisher Illustrations and they are suppliers of beautifully British homewares. How's it going so far? How are you finding being in the studio?
2: Yeah, I mean, I've never... Not a great public speaker anyway, so this is the first time um, I've done anything sort of like this. But yeah, yeah no, enjoying
3: it. Brilliant, so, yes, brilliant. Have yeah, you haven't really
1: done radio it. before? Have you done Never. radio before?
3: No, time's yeah. going so quickly as
1: well. Yes. It is, yeah. it's a good chat though, isn't yeah. it? It's yeah. nice. That's nice yeah. to see, yeah, brilliant. So, Nelson, um, as I just said, um, you, you're listening live, but you can listen again if you missed the beginning um, as, a, as a podcast. So find us on the River Radio website, which is river.radio, or you can download the River Radio app or listen to us as a podcast via the usual channels. Just search for River Radio, the business source. Um, And we actually have got a question uh, that's been emailed in. Um, We were asking at the beginning of the show. So it's a message, a big shout out to Claire from Maidenhead. She said, what has had the biggest impact on your growth? I am thinking about setting up a business to sell products that I currently make from home should I be focusing my marketing efforts on social media? Um, And should I be mainly focusing, sorry, she said, should I be mainly focusing my marketing efforts on social media? And if so, what platform do you think's best?
2: I think it really depends on what products as well, because, um, you know, um, yeah, I I think it's really dependent on what you are selling. Mm. Um, I personally find Instagram is the best for me. I find I don't, Facebook doesn't really do much or anything like that.
1: Um, but also can I just sorry interrupt to yeah. so say you've got a very visual product so yes, it makes very, sense yes. isn't, with yeah. Instagram but I know that yeah. there's a lot of um, backlash if that's the right word yes. around Instagram yeah, at the moment yeah. um, I, I, but it's obviously still working for you
2: yes yeah so on my Instagram I tend to uh, it gives me the opportunity for people to see behind the scenes of the business mm-hmm. and I definitely think that helps sort of creating the story connecting the story sorry to from me to the customer yes. um, they can see how it's made what goes on Um my nan in the studio with me, or something Lovely. like that. Yeah. So, and I think that all your adds, rabbits, all my rabbits, yes. <laughs> yes. So, I think that adds um, adds to the product and probably selling it as well.
1: So. Yeah. Okay. So, what? So, uh, yeah. Instagram. If you're going to go with uh, yeah. social media, because obviously marketing is just so key, isn't it, to yes. getting the business off the ground? Yeah. You've got to make the sales, but the marketing is what supports it. Absolutely. So, yes, um, yeah, and, and, it's, and it's time as well. Time. Mm.
2: Yes. Mm. Yeah. And I think just being really confident in your product. Like again, we've gone through the stage of. Perfecting the product, perfecting the packaging and allowing the packaging to tell another story, to be plantable and things. And yes. I think putting it all together as a package, it just shows you, puts your passion all together. And I think as long as you've sort of ticked every box and believe in it, I think that will show something on Instagram as well. I think Yes.
1: That's and have nice you, message. do you use um, TikTok much? Have you used that um, for business? I've actually deleted TikTok. <gasps> Yes, sure. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> so,
2: yeah. What? Well,
1: because it was a time zapper. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: honestly, I was just spending so much time on it, and although there was like other great businesses out there and things, mm. I think sometimes it can influence you too much. Right. Um, and I just thought, you know what, I'm going to cut it out until after Christmas. And um
1: yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's not cut yeah. cut gone. It's cut gone, just yes, pause. It's yeah, yes, yeah. It paused, so it's also recognizing that yeah. it wasn't healthy if yes, that's the right word yeah. for you at that point in yes, time yeah, yeah yeah
2: too much time wasted for
3: me yeah that's a big deal uh, it's, yes
1: yeah, yeah. sorry but chloe you, you, yeah
3: you, i think it's also key as well who who are selling the products to mm-hmm. because um there's plenty of research gone into the different generations use different platforms yes. so you're seeing a lot of younger people on tiktok mm-hmm. nowadays using it more yeah. so if your products for i don't know school bag or whatever something like that that could be a better platform so it's identifying where your niche is and then where does your niche pay attention to yeah where do they sit Facebook they're all very useful for their own rights yeah Um, but yeah and I think it's people's attention spam is probably shrinking so <laughs> yeah, definitely, posts definitely. on Instagram are declining quite rapidly but reels are doing quite well it's mm. constantly changing and mm, it's it having a dedicated time just to think right what do I like
1: first yeah. of all and put effort into what you like yes. sometimes <laughs> and I think also people are scared about reels as well mm. I mean, and, and maybe just it's a sort of oh you know we whereas we often think well what content shall I put out yeah that that's still the thought but now mm. you've got Oh, and I need to film it, and I need to yeah. do some captions or whatever. And actually, you know, it is quite straightforward. But again, it's time and it's confidence. Yes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think you've got to be prepared to to build it up slowly, haven't you? And
2: absolutely. And also,
1: yes. like yeah. we're, almost like we are saying, you know, and learn from your mistakes. Not that it will be a mistake, but yeah. it's sort of just like if it didn't work, then just try something different. And it's never yeah. going to be a disaster yeah. unless you're saying something really incriminating. But, you know, chances are actually, and that's the other thing you have to remember: not everyone sees these things. So sadly, yeah. um, you can try it differently next time or something yeah. isn't it and it
2: I'd, is, I'd definitely say as well ju- I've just learned to sort of like enjoy Instagram you know I'm not pressured if, if it gets two views or if it gets two thousand mm-hmm. or you know what it so on yeah. I think it's actually just enjoy the content you're making and i think that says a lot as well yes and i think we
1: all do get caught up in these vanity metrics don't we and actually but going back to your brand if you Mm. enjoy what you're putting out um and it's 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 on brand and and it's interesting and it's and it's relevant then and then it's 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 all positive it's all building up Mm. um to support the the overall sales i suppose that's the thing oh good question thank you claire so i hope that (laughs) i hope that helped with your answer um I'm uh, very keen to talk to um, Clary and Laura about uh, Laura's first employee. Mm-hmm. So obviously, it's the business has always been you, yeah. Laura Fisher in Illustrations. Um, yes. And then, you know, you're doing it, you're doing everything yourself. And then what suddenly made you think, right, you know, the bis- I, it's not just I need a pair of hands. Everyone can do it with an extra pair of hands. It's like yes. this is now sustainable. You know, how did you talk us through how you sort of scaled up and got to that? so it it's actually comes from a
2: point where um you know emails were getting left that little bit too long i wasn't replying you know as as soon as i should be and i was like actually i don't this isn't the level of customer service that i want to give out i was like i need to address these things otherwise what i've built up is just going to be sort of like domino effect from here yeah um so i think it definitely come to that point and obviously in my business i've got quite a heavy designing side and then also quite heavy business side as well um and it Yeah, I just thought I got to the point where things were starting to sort of slip and I was like, I need to split myself out, have a business side and design and that's where Chloe's come along to support all the business area and allows me more time to design and get back to things like that. So, just taking care of both areas... Yeah, because they were sort of built up to what we need. Safe hands,
3: Claire. Yes. Yeah, I think when I came in, I think from Laura's perspective, I came in and I can see there were lots of plates spinning. And Mm -hmm. I think there is. there comes to a time actually one plate's going to crash soon and what happens to the other ten plates? Um, So, yeah, I think it's sort of just making sure we can grow at a good speed as well. Because if you grow too quickly, then that's... Yes. customer service gets affected and, and it's such a customer-facing yeah. role isn't it yeah it's a luxury brand and you want that luxury service I mm. think that's really key um and you don't want to miss on that I yeah. think and
1: how did you find it coming in um when you know as we said Laura's Laura's names yes. is, is the business <laughs> and you know it, 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 it could be quite daunting thinking you know coming in trying to say I'll pick up the reins but you know Laura's had a certain way of doing things and you've but you've done it all yourself so obviously mm. you've got you bring lots of um new ideas to the table that but uh, did you find it so sort of tricky stepping in? Yeah, I think so. I think it's
3: trying to fit the brand image as well and picking up everything because obviously everything's been moving so quickly mm. and thinking right I've got to make sure I hop on quickly and don't take too much of Laura's time. Um yeah, but I think people think thought that me and Laura
1: sisters or that I'm Laura Fisher so I thought yes I am going to be Laura <laughs> Fisher Actually, today no. for those of you that don't know do look on our Instagrams because we will be posting yes. pictures they do look very similar especially the, from where I'm sitting with their headphones yes.
2: and <laughs> blondes and glasses yeah. yeah oh, there's nothing
1: wrong with glasses <laughs> yeah. um, but so no, that's great and I mean obviously you're, you're joining at a really um, interesting time you've got Christmas approaching it's very busy so that that's great and then you know cutting your teeth in at the deep end
3: yeah I think it's just getting some conversations going with some new businesses,
1: really, to stock products. It's going to yeah. be
3: exciting. It's exciting Very times exciting.
1: ahead. Because that's the other thing, isn't it? You've got to um, – you're, you're finding new suppliers. We talked earlier about, you know, the stock control and how you do that. But also, you know, let, let's let – sorry to bring the, the sort of tempo down, but the cost, the cost of mm. manufacturing, everything is oh, going yes. up. Yeah. Um, and how you – you know, the, the challenges that you must be facing as a small business is probably – challenge that lots of small businesses are facing when everything's going up how are you um how are you finding this how are you juggling this how to talk us through sort of what you're learning what where you're at so i
2: yeah all prices have gone up so we were recently doing our costing and stuff this week and there was a huge jump mm. um so we're at the moment we're just looking at how to not sort of compromise what we've built and the brands and stuff and the quality um, yeah yes. and just yeah. different ways around that again i i definitely don't have the answer um that as of yet um, but yeah we're definitely looking at sort of what, what the next step is we're going to have to do and yeah. take to adjust
1: and presumably you've built up relationships with your manufacturers yeah. and, that's, you know, the, and that and that that helps when, especially when you need something turned around quickly or whatever yes. because you're an established brand and they know who you are so there are all these other things that you've got to weigh up as well as as well as cost and this, Chloe, is that something you've just come in to sort of try and pick up and
3: yeah i think that's been probably my main focus over the past weeks is looking at margins and all those areas of business and saying what there's different ways you can go as a business what way is going to be best for laura fisher mm. um because you don't want to compromise on quality and you don't want to up the price for your customers either so it's seeing what what a business can afford and it's just yeah it's weighing all that up but i think sometimes you just got to ride the wave and just Mm. do you know what it's a tough time and let's just hope that we can get through it all together really
1: yeah and we will i think we've proved that we can come through these things Um, it's just you might have to sort of Deviate to get there, and and I suppose also that impact. If you if you're thinking about bringing out new products, Mm. is um, and say whether it's because it's for Christmas or even just generally, does that does that make you think we'll we'll hold off on that because of the costs or or do you think actually you no know, this is such a perfect christmas gift even though it's going to be really expensive i'm not expecting you to yes. have answers no, but i'm just yes, thinking yeah. through these are all the things you've got to go through isn't yeah. it so, so
2: it actually is um we're actually about to bring two new product ranges out before um, mm. christmas this year um so i haven't told anyone yet but it is <laughs> a um, stationary range and also a soap range. Okay. Um, what's super exciting so yeah we've gone instead of like larger products this year we've definitely costing has definitely affected that and we've gone for like stationary ranges and things like that so it complements what we've got um and then we're just like chloe said get a ride the wave and see what happens with manufacturers and
1: things like that yes. as well and it basically so. you've also got to think about the cost of sending things out yes. mm. um yeah. when they buy from you and then you or when you're um uh, sending them out to your suppliers you mm. know the whole sort of what's the warehousing if you like yes. sort of that that aspect of it and so it's you're impacted everywhere aren't you mm, definitely wonderful um and we've talked about plans for the for future christmas and candle making um fabulous new staff <laughs> um and is, is there anything else sort of what other what what else have you got on the sort of on the horizon what's the future hold where do you see yourself in sort of 5 years time
2: so we've actually just completed our um 5 year and 10 year business plans so there's a few secrets in there that I, I won't oh. be able to share too much, um, but it's definitely um, huge expansions, um, retail shops, um, staffing, and things like that as well, and some lovely um, new products product
0: ranges
1: as well but that so. goes right back to what we were saying right at the yes. very beginning where you can sit down you can have these ideas yeah. the world is your oyster not just in terms of designs but on mm. where you want to take your business mm. yeah um and you can and you've now got someone to bounce those ideas yes. around yeah. with but um and and you can give it a go And is there finally is there anything that um, as as advice to other business owners who might be thinking about doing the same? Something that you think was sort of like was the big struggle right at the beginning, the biggest hurdle you had to overcome?
2: Yeah, I I think probably the biggest hurdle was I didn't actually know anybody like in my network that had actually done anything like this before, and it was just like, is it right? Is it wrong? And I think it is just you know ask people questions, you know, drop people messages on Instagram, anything like that. People will help, and I think people. Keen to help and absorb any bit of knowledge anyone will give you. Yeah, there's a <laughs> lot. Think, yeah. Yeah, and yes, and yeah. Be bold. Yes, you know, and do it nicely. Obviously, nice, it yes, goes yes, without yes, saying but yeah. be bold to yeah. to reach out. Yeah. But
1: it's quite a brave move, isn't it? Yes, yeah. it is.
2: Yeah, and you know, it's definitely out outside of a comfort zone that I'm in but i guess that's where you learn best that's brilliant well it's it's
1: proving you well i mean it's fantastic it's a love it's a lovely business lovely brand and it's lovely to have you on the show that's a lot of lovely so much for joining us um so before we wrap up for um today's show thank you laura and chloe um What's the best way for someone to get in contact with you or, or you know, how would you like to, you know, they, whether, whether it's a purchase or just to get in touch, maybe they want yeah, to ask questions. some advice. Yeah. What's, yeah.
2: Of course. So um, my Instagram is laurafisher.co.uk um, or our email address is hello at laurafisher.co.uk. So that's probably the best way.
1: And your website, so, Laura Fisher.
2: Yes. Yeah. And there's contact forms on there. So Wonderful. Yeah, nice um, that's easy. super.
1: So um, thank you for joining us today. And if you're listening in and you like what you've heard, why not follow us on uh, Facebook? or instagram or twitter or linkedin um, just search for river radio live and you'll find you'll get updates on the latest shows and news from behind the scenes so do like and share with your friends and business colleagues Um, and if you'd like to listen again from the beginning to laura talking about her business laura fisher illustrations then why not search for us as a podcast through the usual channels that's river radio's the business source. Um, I'm back again next week. Until then, have a great week. Um, Thanks for listening.